What's going on, man? This is Jamal Brown with the Preacher Main Podcast. I just really started this just to get certain things off my chest, you know, just because of the, the pandemic and stuff that we're currently in. You don't really have an outlet to really do some of the stuff that you want to do. Plus, I got the equipment anyway. I already had this other podcast with my homie Roche Raglan, the Presidential Executive Podcast. And so I already got the equipment. So I'm like, why not? Let's just continue to use it to its capacity as much as I can. I already pay for it, so why not use it? I want to talk about faith versus formula. Faith being, okay, talking about the Bible, the Word of God. A formula is pretty much anything that you know if you put A and B together, you're going to get C, no matter what the situation is. Like, you know how to make Kool-Aid. You know, you got the water, you got the sugar, and then obviously you have the the Kool-Aid packets. You know what I'm saying? Uh, It's a formula to that. Uh, You don't necessarily really have to think about it. All you have to do is do what the directions say, no matter what you're thinking about, no matter if your heart is into it or not, it's going to work regardless. Faith, on the other hand, when dealing with God is, it can be formula driven to an extent, but it's predicated on your heart, on, on your motivation, on how you do things and why you do certain things. And so when we put those two together, it's we can get it, I guess, confused or, you know, maybe try to treat God somewhat like a genie. But I I believe a lot of people have left the faith or Christianity off the basis of they tried a particular formula that a preacher gave them or or like with me, I have a situation. I, I had these um, CDs. It was these seven steps to 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 believe for what you want. You know what I'm saying? Um, and in those CDs, it had, you know, scriptures, uh, examples, analogies had all this stuff and seven takes. So once you get through with that, you know, you're kind of ready to go. And, and so once you, you finish those tapes, I finished those tapes and I was ready to go and I put it to work, so to speak. But my issue was I put it delete. I put it to work with just my belief, not necessarily any, anything practical or whatever to go alongside of that. The example is I was believing for a condo. I think it was a townhouse in the Memphis area and also at Acura TSX. And I was just believing like, you know, even from the, the those CDs and, and tapes I was listening to, that's that's pretty much what I was on. You know, it was just the belief of it. I believe I receive it. OK, and that's fine. But at some point you have to get into the actual effort the actual work that goes alongside of what you believe. And I never forget, I was just believing for this condo and it was $110,000 to get this condo. Right. And, you know, that I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm debt free. I'm paying everything with cash and, you know, <laughs> this, then the third, but I didn't have, I definitely didn't have 110,000 to give. And if I had 110,000, I probably wouldn't give the whole 110,000 just to get that, you know, that townhouse. And so, you know, I had this realtor and, you know, I told her to look up this home for me. I had, well, 
that I had my eyes on. And, you know, she said, OK, so what are your financials? How are you, you know, are you plan to pay for, it? you know, what what type of fixed rate do you want? And, you know, all this language was foreign to me. I'm like, what? Like, no, I'm I'm paying cash for it. You know, <laughs> and she's looking at me like, OK, all right. Like she was so nice about it. And I was like, OK, so, yeah, you know, and that was it. And, you know, so I just kept on believing, 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 didn't know how. I was going to get this money or how I was going to do this. I'm just like, God is going to come through. He'll provide. He'll do because I believe, you know, I believe that I have this because, you know, that's what I said. And also because I went through these tapes for this particular ministry to know, you know, hindsight, to no fault of this ministry, all to the fault of me and my understanding. So I was like, whatever, I'm going to get it. So at the end of the day, it didn't happen. Somebody else ended up getting that town home and, and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I was just like, OK, whatever. I guess it's meant to, for me to get another one. So, you know, I didn't I didn't get discouraged. I just pressed in even more to to, you know, just to, in, until I won, basically. And so even from that point, if I didn't if somebody didn't get what they just had in my in that particular circumstance, I just uh, was explaining they would, you know, maybe call God a liar keep, you know, maybe even leave the Christian faith or just try something else different. But that wasn't my MO. I, you know, I felt I was doing everything right. But you know what I'm saying? I just I just kept going. I kept just getting into the word, continue to mature in the things in the word and, you know, ended up uh, me and my wife at the time, maybe we we're engaged, had a um, vision board. We had a vision board and I had what I wanted, you know, what we desired, what we wanted on there as far as a house is concerned. You know, I believe we had a four bedroom, two and a half bath, two car garage home. So we had that. We were set upon that. But this time I was, like I said, got more mature in the word, started, you know, realizing and hearing what actual faith is. You know what I'm saying? Um, And what faith is not. You know, started listening to, you know, really Kenneth Copeland Ministries, Creflo Dollar, Bill Winston, uh, Keith Moore, Jerry Savelle, Jesse Duplantis, um, Fred Price, of course, the OG, you know, people in that vein. And, you know, really was like, okay, well, I got the believing part down, you know, but now what are you going to do to practically do to, to get what you say you believe, you know, and so. That's when I started to get into the stock market. That's when I started to put my money and in investing more into the kingdom, you know, putting it more into things that were, you know, beneficial to me. So when I started to do that, started to do the practical things, started to get more into the word, all this stuff. And it was just more of more of a natural progression. I, my motivation wasn't to do all this stuff just so I can uh, the Lord can you know give me what I have. It was just you. You really wanted to do it. It was a heart thing. You know what I'm saying? And so as I kept maturing, as I kept going, I was realizing that although this word says this and you can have what you say, you know, you, you're not going to have what you say by just playing with God. Would say, God, you cannot mock God. You cannot just mock the word. You know what I'm saying? Like believing is fine, but then your believing needs to go into actual action into what you need to do. Like, you know, like I got into the start market. I started, you know, started savings, um, 
put my money into a, um, a high interest savings account, you know, did those things. And so I bought, we ended up with a home that was five bedrooms, three baths and a two car garage and, you know, over 3,200 square feet of space, you know, which was even more than what we even had on our vision board. You know what I'm saying? And so along with believing, along with um, creating a lifestyle of being, you know, living by faith, you know what I'm saying? We, you know, accomplish this. And so that's, um, that can be totally different than just following the formula. Like I can tell a friend, you know, what they, what I did or what I would need, what they would need to do, give them some scriptures, but it would be much better if they found those things themselves, find the scriptures themselves, inquire of the Lord, inquire, you know, yourself, study to show yourself approved, get into the word yourself, read, you know, through the Bible, read um, passages, get context of what you're reading and do that stuff yourself so it can be real to you, you know, not just it's real because uh, Johnny did it, because Johnny did it, that's what I want to do. That's fine. But how did he do it? That needs to be the the question. Like, how did he do it? Like, what was the heart behind of how he did it? And so when we did that, just things just started to change, period. And even when we were having me and my wife, we have uh, we have four kids, you know, but before we agreed upon, we said we wanted three kids. We said uh, two boys and a girl. Okay, so we did that basing it pretty much off of what we were doing when we got the house. You know, we we believe we had a vision board. We had all this stuff up, but it was other practical things that was being done alongside our believing, along with getting into the word, along with, you know, confessing, along with, you know, doing all those spiritual things. You know, you have you invest your money, you know, uh, start saving your money, start being, you know, more of a good steward with your money, you know, invest into, you know, kingdom things, you know, all those things along with believing got us more than what we asked for. And so with the kids, we asked for two boys and a girl. And, you know, we believe it has scripture to stand on as far as you calling what you wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people leave things up to chance, uh, whatever the Lord gives. And that's fine. He'll, you know, that's fine. If that's what you want to do, like whatever the Lord want me to have, that's what we have. And, and that's cool. That's what you want. But we were more specific about what we want. It and we stood up on it. You know, we had, you know, one scripture, at least I'll share one. Um, but you just find your own. That's the whole point of this. You find your own, inquire the Lord, get into the word yourself to figure out what it is that you want. And in uh, Matthew 7, starting with verse 7, it says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who acts receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. For what man is there among who, if his son Ask for bread, will he give him stone? And for us, I'm like, Lord, if we say we want a boy, this is our first child and wife was pregnant, we're like, if we ask for a son, you know, how, you know, how are you going to give us something different? Just like in this word, like this is your word, Lord. What man is there among you? If he's, if his son asks for bread, will you give him stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? You know, so we're, we're looking at it like, look, this is your word. 
And so if we ask or even in the Greek or in the in the Hebrew, the ask actually means to petition, to demand, to request, you know. And so it's like, look, Lord, we we put this is the, the, the desire of our heart. Psalms 37 verse four. And so this is your word. This is you speaking and saying this. If you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So we dare to ask him dare to uh, speak what we wanted, you know, um, based on his word, based on that. And so once we did that, you know, all the job is now is to stand on that word. So when people come to you and say, you know, how do you know it's going to be a boy or, you know, whatever the Lord gives you, that's what you're going to have. Now, don't get yourself disappointed. Like, no, we, this is what we have because we inquired of the Lord. We're standing on our scriptures. We have two or three witnesses with that with the scripture and we're, we're, we're going for it. That's what we believe. And every single one of our kids, that's exactly what we had. Now, some people may say, well, JB, y'all have twins. And how would you necessarily, you know, explain that y'all act for two, for three kids, you know, two boys and a girl, and you have three boys and one girl. This is what I'll say to that. Not many people know my wife had a miscarriage after our first uh, born EJ. And, you know, that was in Anybody that went through a miscarriage knows it is a uh, devastating time, you know, but when we got through with that, we got on some scriptures about restoring, about um, getting us through this period of uh, of loss. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we we did that, um, continue to believe. And so once she got pregnant again, and that's when our second born Tobias came, um, that was probably I would say probably a year after. I believe the miscarriage. And so got Toby, got Tobias. And so now we got pregnant again. You know, we figure out we we got twins. And so I think if somebody that's, that's listening is is seeing where I'm going with this. You know, I believe that, you know, the Lord gave us that extra seed off the basis of restoring us of what we lost here on earth with a miscarriage. Now, I'm of the belief that it's not a replacement. It's just when we get to heaven, we will see that child that was miscarried, you know, that was down here on earth. But, you know, just while we're on earth terms, I believe the Lord really um, restored us of that um, child that was miscarried down here on earth. You know, so in reality, instead of four kids, I believe we have five, you know, but only four down here, you know, on earth. So and that was, you know, that's that's my you know testimony. That's my message and what I'm trying to convey here with the faith versus formula. Like you have to you got to live this life. You know what I'm saying? What they say, you got to be, you got to be true to it. You can't be new to it. And so when I first got into the formula part about it, getting into those CDs and just do X, Y, and Z, and that's it. And so I'm going to go for it. That's fine, but it takes time. You have to, you know, it's a process in a lot of things to really get to where you want to in maturity, just like it's a, it's a process in fitness. You know, I know this, I'm going toward 40 and it ain't no easy way, a shortcut way to lose weight. 
You know, you got to be all the way in. You can't just work out. You have to eat better. You got to, you know, you got to do the whole thing. And so even with God, like you, you're not going to mock God. Like that's why I think a lot of people don't or leave Christianity because or don't want to fool with it, you know, because it's it can be so much easier to deal with stuff in the world where it's maybe more so formula driven and the heart is not involved. You can be fake with it and still make it out here in the world just because you you do a particular formula. You know what I'm saying? You can have a bad attitude. You can, you know, do kind of whatever you want because it's formula driven, but you come to God, it's a formula involved, but your heart is attached to it and you have to respect the um the heart of that situation. So faith is what is the activator to to move things, to to do things here, you know, on the earth or especially in the kingdom of God. And formula is just certain things that you you do in order just to get what you want, no matter if it's, you know, your motive is not right or whatever. As long as you do X, Y, and Z, this is what you're going to get. And and so we have to learn the difference between the two. That's what it is, y'all.